0: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm back. This is 15-Minute You, the official college football podcast of your morning commute. I'm Evan Wazork. That's my brother, Matt. Welcome back, Evan. Thank you. We are here to bring you everything you need to know about college football in hopefully 15 minutes. Matt, just real quick before we get started, if I may... Should just quick shout-out to uh, our guest host, Tony. Mm-hmm. I thought you did a great job, my friend. Excellent insight. Your Buckeye bias only slightly came out. Uh, appreciate you covering for me while I was away for work. Love to have you back on the pod sometime. He,
1: the only crazy thing he said was when he starts going, let's talk about the boast of it all. I was like, oh, God, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it did come out a little bit. But otherwise, fantastic job. I'm surprised I didn't get... Lane Kiffin, pink slip on the tarmac.
1: Evan, <laughs> give 50 minute You Nation your favorite thing from London. Quick, go.
0: Um, I went to a 250 year old pub mm. called the Lamb and the Flag that is currently owned by Ian McKellen in in London. It's neighborhood called Soho. It's kind of like their uh, theater district. It was real cool. Great food. Great beer. Uh, talked to a couple. Just. Random Londoner. Sure.
1: Had a real good time. Jealous, dude. Sound like a great trip.
0: It was. So, it was. So we had,
1: that being said, we had a little miscommunication last week. Evan and I had originally planned that he would give us a Big Ten take. I would respond to it. Got mixed up in some audio files. So, yeah, Evan, last week we went over uh, the harassment that 15-minute girlfriend <laughs> and I received upon entering Lucas Oil Stadium. And yep. uh, kind of went over... Just the general views. Tonovus gave his take. What was your take on the big championship?
0: Well, first of all, I want to say, like, yes, you guys got harassed when you walked in. But, like, I was wearing Michigan gear, dog. So, like... You deserved it. I, I was getting I, harassed way more than you. Especially when I went to the bathroom at halftime. You, I mean, I was I thought I was going to be fighting dudes in that bathroom. Well,
1: you, you asked for that. And you, you knew that. You knew that was possible.
0: I knew it was possible. But, you know, I wasn't going to wear Northwestern colors. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I had a blast. Indianapolis is a very fun town. Um, that's only my second time being there. That was my first time at Lucas Oil. I think that is a uh, great facility for football. I did uh, agree with you and Tanovitz um, into the kind of rotating neutral site games. Mm-hmm. Although I actually don't hate the idea of going to different campuses um, if they're neutral site. But I agree that logistics, I like could be like, you know, if. I don't know, like Minnesota and Michigan State were in the Big Ten championship game, and it was at Rutgers like or Happy Valley. That, that would be a logistical nightmare. So I understand why they don't, but I do think that's a cool idea. I would be in for Soldier Field um, mm-hmm. or uh, Cleveland Browns Stadium. Um, but overall, I mean, the game, you know, I, I don't want to talk about it too much. I, I had a blast, uh, even though my team wasn't in it. You know, mm-hmm. Northwestern played scrappy for about three quarters, and – you know, kind of got away with them at the end, but I thought it was a good game. That's all you can really ask for as a somewhat n- neutral fan. Mm-hmm. Um, had, mm-hmm. a, had a real good time.
1: Yeah, same, same. So we had one FBS game this week, different version of the game, Army-Navy. Army capped off their Commander-in-Chief Cup Championship season with a victory over the Middies, 17-10. to 10.
0: Matt, I, I just want to toot my own sure. horn real quick. Bill, I mean – I made some terrible preseason predictions, terrible ones, but I did say Army life post Ahmad Bradshaw is not going to be that bad. You did
1: say that. You did say that.
0: I have go me. Go past Evan for saying that. Um, Yeah, no, uh, great game. You know, I do love watching this game. Uh, Kind of a blast for the past, you know, run heavy where, you know, Kyler Murray is now throwing the ball like – For 400 yards every single game. That said, there there were more passes in this game um, than usual. Mm -hmm. I believe going into halftime, Army had eight pass attempts for like four completions, five completions. Um, But I, you know, I could not watch the fourth quarter. I had a work event. Um, But I kind of thought, based on the momentum, like it was going to be worse. Like earlier in the game, it seemed like Army was in control. Um, and I thought they were going to kind of run away with it. Uh, But, you know, Middies battled hard, kind of close.
1: I I was impressed with the the Middies' defense and the way that they were able to hold Army Mm -hmm. in check. I guess, you know, we ended up pushing on this game. Seven point spread, seven point uh, margin of victory for the Black Knights. In the last I think 15 years, there's only been two years in which the game has been separated by more than seven points. And this is like the quintessential example of a rivalry game in which you throw the records out the window. So got to keep that in mind for the 2019 prediction. But really impressed with the midshipmen on defense. They did, I thought, blow a couple of offensive opportunities. Um, Had some just unfortunate turnovers that kept... uh, Army, although only won by seven, they were pretty much in control the entire game, though.
0: Agreed. And I, you know, I wonder, uh, Niamatoloa has like switched out army or excuse me, Navy's, uh, QB like three Mm -hmm. times throughout the season, just to kind of spark that offense. I kind of got to wonder, like, I understand doing it once switching out Mm -hmm. QBs and especially maybe like midway through the season or like towards the end of the season, if you're just like in desperate mode to try and, uh, make a bowl game or something, but I got to think three different quarterbacks throughout the season, no matter how bad they're playing that, that can't be good for the offense. That's just me. Maybe it's a little different with a, uh, you know, run heavy versus pass offense, but that that to me
1: doesn't seem like a good, Evan, you're a Michigan fan. Of course, three quarterbacks doesn't work. I I was watching that game. I thought the same thing. I was like, yep, I've seen this. Like who are we going to play? Uh, Shane Morris, Brandon Peters, uh, wilton spate um you know who whatever kind of and it, but that's been a point that's been an issue for the the midshipmen all all year and i think after the interception was thrown you know they they went to a quarterback change i agree with you it can't be that much inconsistency can't be a positive for the offense but in the same regard how many turnovers do you keep watching and stagnant True. performances on third down where you're going to leave men True. I also love you said you have a work event. Would you have like a Secret Santa and then have like 17 beers afterwards?
0: <laughs> so we uh, – two people on my team are leaving for one for another assignment, another – or one for another assignment, the second one for uh, civilian life. Oh, so civilian like, life. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But I did go to a Secret Santa immediately following that event and had like 17 <laughs> beers. That's great. Uh, did you see after the game Jay Bateman, Army Defensive Coordinator, uh, took the UNC – Defensive coordinator job under Mac
1: Brown. I did not see that. Mac Brown is getting his like old crew uh <laughs> old crew back together. I right now that's one of my least favorite offseason hires. We'll see how it goes. Obviously you get results, everybody will shut up, including me. But I don't know. Hopefully he knows something I don't about that North Carolina staff and what Coach Brown has in place for the Tar Heels. Evan, we really have been falling asleep at the wheel on FCS. And we, need to, we, we, need, really to, we need to deeply apologize to our FCS brethren that we have not covered the playoff in the way that we should. So with that in mind, we had some quarterfinal matchups, and we had some good ones at that. We did. So Friday, Saturday, number one, North Dakota State took down Colgate in, to me, a surprising margin of victory, 35-0 in the Fargo Dome. Number seven, Maine, 23 23- to 18 over Weber State, the other Dakota chimed in with their own victory. Number five San Diego State took down Kennesaw State 27-17, and the Eastern Washington Eagles stayed alive 34 to 29. Game played right down to the wire against number six UC Davis.
0: So I think the most important question to ask. I have to admit I have not watched a lot of Kennesaw State okay. this year, and I did not watch that game. If I'm being upfront. Is the turnover plank still a thing? Do they still carry that two-by-four with the face on it?
1: I hope so. They didn't have any turnovers on Saturday, so I don't know so, that that thing came you know. out. The,
0: Fair.
1: Fair. I mean, I, I was shocked at the 35-0. to Colgate, one of the best defenses yeah. in FCS this mm-hmm. season, gives up 35. But it was really a tribute to, I think, two things. So FCS does the... Um, Higher ranked team is the host team throughout the playoffs yes. until they get to the finals. So, play that's real playing in the Fargo Dome, not easy for no, any no, team. No. So, that's a real thing. But they really sputtered on uh, third down in the middle of the fourth quarter, they were 0 for 8, where the Bison were 6 for 10. And, I mean. Really, uh, hats off to the the Bison D that just re- put that Colgate offense in check throughout the game, and you know allowed their offense to get get back on the field and you know look look like what they are, which is one of the you know the most dominant team in FCS that we've seen in the last five or six years. So, I mean, the the Dakotas are a real thing. It's it's zero percent. Say whatever you want about how the regular season went. Um, zero percent shocking to me that North Dakota State and South Dakota State are meeting. For the second year in a row in the uh, FCS semifinals. Hats off to Colgate though. Not the result they wanted. First Patriot League team though to ever be ranked in the FCS playoffs though. So good momentum building for them.
0: Yeah, and to kind of echo what you're saying, you know, they played Army. They Colgate played Army tough Mm -hmm. earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, So I thought for sure. I, that not necessarily, I was thinking that they would lose, but um, I thought for sure it would be a much better game than it actually was. Um, you want to know a, a fun fact? Sure. Speaking of the uh, Patriot League, mm-hmm. first football team to be ranked, mm-hmm. do you know that uh, Army plays basketball in the Patriot League? Do but they? don't play football in the Patriot League? How about that? So Colgate mm-hmm. plays Army in basketball regularly. I,
1: I do like the, big, the Black Knights. That just reminds me too much of Notre Dame. I can't really get behind that. <laughs> Playing basketball in conference, we should football, it's ridiculous. So this weekend, as a result of last weekend's quarterfinal games, we will find North Dakota State versus South Dakota State in one semifinal game, and then Eastern Washington will play Maine, and then the Celebration Bowl is also going down. North Carolina A and T versus Alcorn State. North Carolina A and T favored by seven and a half. You got some FCS picks for this weekend. So, one, I want to say,
0: a little disappointed that uh, Maine is not hosting. Um, I mean, they are the seventh seed. But can you imagine play- – so their stadium's stadiums outdoor. Yeah. Can you imagine playing an outdoor game in Maine in mid to late December? Yeah,
1: that that would be, be fun. That'd be- I didn't realize they had an outdoor stadium. Wow. The Fargo yeah, the Dome stadium. is a dome for real. I, I was thinking yeah. about that, watching that game. I'm like, God, can you imagine this game being outside right now? It's probably outrageously it's cold terrible. in Fargo, North Dakota. Right. Yeah.
0: Cold, windy. You know, there's not a lot of trees up there. It,
1: oh, be well, and the the um, lower ranked team of that game was going to get the short end of the stick. Think either Eastern Washington's got to fly to Maine or Maine yeah. has got to fly to <laughs> well, Eastern yeah, I Washington. Didn't even
0: think about that. Yeah, that's that would be that's going to be a
1: problem for Maine as well this weekend.
0: Let me just do a quick Google before we move on because now we have to know does Eastern Washington have a?
1: Well, uh, as you're looking, I, a I'm goal. rolling pretty clearly with the Bison. Yeah. It's. I mean, I almost feel the way I feel about Alabama at the, at the FCS level with North Dakota State. I don't know if they're quite that dominant just because the depth at FCS isn't what it is at FBS, but I'm not picking against the buys until they lose. So uh, that's going to be a great game, I think, and looking forward to that. That's on ESPN 2. And then I also got to roll Eastern Washington. I think the home factor, how far away it is from Maine, but then also the Eagles are a lot stronger on offense and can, can put up numbers in a way that I don't know that Maine can keep up with this weekend.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Um, you know, I think on the first game on the Dakota game, uh, you know, we talked last year, I think it was where I believe you made the comparison. North Dakota state is Alabama and South Dakota state is Clemson. Like the more recent sure. coming team. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly. I think the two best teams in FCS, at least as far as program trajectory well, but like they keep making five. the semifinals too, and in results, yeah.
1: say what you yeah. are about the regular season. When it's time to deal, you know, the FCS is this really interesting thing, Evan, where they have a playoff system, and they With
0: more than fourteen. Yeah,
1: they 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 invite like a bunch of teams, and and it lasts over yeah. several weeks. Yeah. And the winner of the whole thing is the champion of the league. It's 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 a wild concept, uh, yeah.
0: Very wild concept. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I'm going to roll Bison in the Dakota game. You know, I think they are the stronger team. I think Mm -hmm. that home factor is certainly going to help. I expect that to be a good game, though. Yeah, Fargo Dome's real. Uh, Fargo Dome's real. Uh, Eastern Washington uh, is outdoors, by the way. So while the two Dakota teams are playing in their nice little dome, (laughs) Maine and Eastern Washington have been playing outdoors (laughs) in the elements, as God intended. Uh, But, yeah, no, I I agree. Uh, Eastern Washington (laughs) – Uh, That offense just really can't be stopped, so I'm going to roll with them. We agree. Uh, Celebration Bowl? I don't. I don't know. I I have to confess, I have not watched a lot of teams, either a lot of games from either of these teams. Uh, I'm going to roll Alcorn State.
1: No, I'm going to roll North Carolina A&T as well. Although the I went Alcorn State in the. Oh, you did. You went Alcorn. Oh, my fault. Sorry, I didn't hear. Yeah. Um, No, so I'm going North Carolina, um, and in the Celebration Bowl, you know. One benefit is that the halftime show is usually as entertaining as the game, if not more. Absolutely. So stay tuned for that. National news, Heisman Trophy weekend, Evan.
0: I don't know how surprised we should be that Kyler Murray won. Um,
1: well, let me ask you this you first. Know, I, the okay. So, right, Murray, Tag- uh, Tungvaluwa, Haskins. How do you view the the Heisman? Like, in your ballot, how, how do you decide? Is it the... Do you look at it like an MVP status, like this this player means the most to this team, or this player is just straight up the best player?
0: So I think it should be most valuable. Interesting. Right. Why? In, and by that, I mean most impactful to the team. So exactly. I don't necessarily think you need to be um, the best. I think by that definition, you don't necessarily have to be even the best player on the team, mm-hmm. but you need to make the biggest impact, right? Um, I've been honestly kind of out on the Heisman for a while. I mean, I still yeah. follow the rankings and tune in, but you know, it's turned into basically glorified quarterback competition with the occasional running back show,
1: right? Uh, I but, agree.
0: You know, I've been I've really been out on it since um, Dennis Erickson did not win, or excuse me, Dennis Dixon did not win when he was at uh oregon got injured and then they just went into a complete tailspin Mm -hmm. because to me it was like clearly he was the most impactful Mm -hmm. to the team now maybe that's i'm disappointing myself because i hold that definition um but now it just seems to me it seems to have become the best offensive player No, just the best quarterback right i mean for the most part yes but like they do randomly throw in a running well look at look at the rest
1: of the rankings one Kyler Murray, two, Tagovailoa. three, Haskins, four, Will Greer, five, Gardner Michenew, six, Mackenzie Milton.
0: yeah, Uh
1: seven, Travis NTN. It that's the first non quarterback. You went six quarterbacks in a row.
0: Yeah, no, I mean that's I'm like I said, I'm kinda out on it. It's just turn him into best best offensive player, which is usually best quarterback on the best team.
1: So I look at it actually as who's the best college football player. And that is that would be my Heisman number one. And under that, I've seen the side by side stat categories and, and tweet and share whatever you want. Two has played in one fourth quarter of the season. He yep. almost matches Murray's numbers. Murray, on the other hand, has been in a shootout basically every week and it has put up Slightly better numbers, but plays a full game. The, the, Tua is the Steph Curry of college football. And <laughs> yeah. I, I think so. It, like, right? The Warriors get up. Curry doesn't always play the fourth quarter. Like,
0: yeah, I,
1: I don't... he doesn't need
0: to. Yeah. So you're kind of penalizing him for being so good quarters one through three. I know.
1: Psst, right? Huh? He just he turned the lights out on folks. So, Tugavailoa is my... Heisman winner. I, I I thought that he should have should have won. Um, I would have ranked him. Tongavailoa one, Murray two, Haskins three.
0: I agree with that, and also like I dude like you're telling me Kyler Murray at say Auburn mm-hmm. has the same numbers that he has at Oklahoma. With that optional defense mindset of the Big Twelve, I'm not saying he's not good. I'm not saying he doesn't throw the ball for a boatload of yards. Yeah, but like, come on, yeah, come on, come on. We both know that not to be
1: true. Agree, agree. Uh, speaking of quarterback, so Kelly Bryant chose Mizzou.
0: Whoa, 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 Matt. Sir, don't jump ahead. Heisman outfits, man. Oh, we will tune into this episode for fashion. <laughs> That's what we do! Heisman fashion! What did you think?
1: I, dude, I thought that, like, Tua clearly ran away with it. Man. All right? The, but it was an overall soft
0: year. It was oh. a soft year for the competition. or was a soft year preach. for
1: fashion. Uh, Haskins and Murray just wore such, like, bland, like, oh, like, madman suits.
0: It looks like they're madman outfits, to, yeah. Like a board meeting. They yeah. were Exactly.
1: Gray and gray. He, uh, Murray goes with this like gray plaid tie on his gray suit. Mm-hmm. No way. Um, the colors, the colors on Haskins' tie. Like, oh, I, I've puked and it had better outcomes than what was on there. I feel like
0: they're trying to go for Ohio. So for the folks that haven't seen it, it looks like I think he's trying to go for Ohio State colors. There's like some it, it like gold
1: in there, though. Red of yeah, con-
0: some kind.
1: A little gold red and black
0: with like. Uh, it's diagonally striped long
1: Mm -hmm. tie Mm
0: -hmm. yeah both of them look like they're going to a board meeting horrible
1: Tungavailoa shows up in the wreath like a beast in the red suit red suit the minute he walks out in the red suit I was like ball game done yeah done.
0: crimson he's probably crimson it
1: probably probably is crimson and as a white dude I'm super jealous that I can't pull that off but that's amazing (laughs)
0: Crimson suit. He's got a white shirt and like a paisley tie. I really don't like his tie, but again, it's a softer for fashion. He's but
1: the like, but the suit with the the paisley was too aggressive. The suit with the with the wreath, though, that that's good night. Not ni- good yeah. night.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. But I don't know. Lamar Jackson set the really high bar last year with that. He did. cardinal. That was a tuxedo. Yeah.
1: Yep, that was a ball. That was love. <laughs> the uh, Kelly Bryant to Mizzou. One take. Go.
0: Interesting choice mm-hmm. in that – it's still bizarre to me that Jalen Hurts and Kelly Bryant are not starting at their respective <laughs> universities. Um, although I understand why he went there. You know, uh, they this year they had – defense kind of let him down in some games and offense sputtered at times. But they did have a relatively high-octane offense. I think he can step in there with his movement uh, – movement, with his agility uh, and probably – kick that offense up to another level and get perhaps, you know, more consistent Um, being in the SEC, you know, he'll get against uh, Mm -hmm. some big time, you know, he'll get some views. Let's put it that way.
1: Yeah. Uh, You know, we'll see what they do next year. If they're going to kind of tilt towards like an air raid kind of style or mm -hmm. um, let them loose. It's been an offense that has been very productive. So I I assume that's his deal. I want to get there. I want to get a bunch of numbers where I can get some – NFL look so best of luck to Kelly Bryant as he moves on to the Tigers tweet of the week not a lot of great content with only one game I did see a reddit college football tweet that said uh, number of points scored against uh, college football playoff contenders army 21 Alabama zero as the Black Knights put up 21 on that Oklahoma defense
0: Right. I saw that tweet. That was a good tweet. Yeah, it's pretty, you know, just a, right towards the end of the season, that awkward after-conference yeah. championship game, pre-Bowls. Not a lot of content out there. I've been biting my tongue for content. two days,
1: Evan. I have great trivia What's for up? you, though, because we don't have a great tweet. Oh, are you right, ready for this? yes. So, right on me. There are four colleges that have graduated a president and a Super Bowl MVP. This will test both your history knowledge, as well as your college NFL knowledge. Uh, let's spend no less than 60 seconds on this. Go.
0: Oh, okay. It's a Super Bowl MVP and a president. Cracked.
1: Michigan won. Correct. Who Who and who?
0: Gerald Ford mm-hmm. was the president. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Bowl MVP. Evan. I think who? Desmond Howard.
1: Yes. The Packers. Also Brady.
0: Who? Oh right, I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Three okay. More. Uh, number two, Naval Academy. Good. Right. Yep. Boom. Roger Staubach and Jimmy Carter. Yeah.
1: Nice job. Um, two to go. I don't think where other presidents
0: went to school.
1: I know. Uh, it's tough because we know that
0: Arkansas, Clinton, the president, and wow. I don't know. I don't know who the Super Bowl MVP would be. As far as I
1: know, there's been no Super Bowl MVP from. Um Arkansas. Also oh, no, Clayton wait, went to went Georgetown to, he,
0: Yeah. He went to George. I don't know why I thought he went to
1: Georgetown. Yeah, and it's tough because we know that Harvard and Yale have no um <laughs> no, no Super Bowl MVPs. So yeah. let me give you this. Yeah. One is a college in Ohio. We're also over our minute, but this is entertaining. So yeah. we keep going.
0: I don't know. Lay it on me. I want to say Ohio State, that seems the easy one, but no. it also seems like a trap. Miami, Ohio. Oh, Roethlisberger and I don't know. Benjamin
1: Harrison went to Miami, Ohio.
0: Benjamin Harrison, Tippecanoe, and, and Tyler, too. At least yeah. I know his campaign slope. Yep.
1: The other one is Stanford.
0: Stanford. Okay, mm-hmm. so the Super Bowl MVP was uh, Elway, go there?
1: Correct. And the president?
0: And the president would be Reagan? Hoover. Hoover. How about that? Yeah. How yeah.
1: about that? Interesting.
0: That's a fun fact.
1: Yeah, that's good. So good one. 15-Minute Nation, as you're at your uh, holiday parties over the, the course of the next month, feel free to uh, to pull that out on people. Boom. There you go. Not a lot of action last week in Pickham. We just had the one game. You and I both pushed. That's our sixth tie of the year. Both took Army. Army ended up winning by seven. Line was seventh. Um, close battle here. I'm I'm nine days back as we yeah. move
0: into you clawed, way, you clawed your way back.
1: Move into bowl season, so we'll stay tuned. We're gonna we're gonna keep the uh, keep the records live. Evan and I will be coming to you uh, later this week. We got three MAC games on deck uh, that will preview three MAC bowl games, and uh, mm-hmm. we could probably talk more in that episode about our uh, bowl schedule. Fair,
0: absolutely. Let's do it. All
1: right, you got anything before we go?
0: I do not.
1: All right, sir. It's been great to be back. It's been great. Loved having you back. Thank you so much, folks, for tuning in. Let us know how the discussion goes at the water cooler tomorrow morning. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts app, Google Play, or wherever else you get your fine podcasts. Remember, hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. When you're at those water, school, water coolers, be sure to tell a friend and have that friend tell a friend to tune in and join us on the discussion. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or reach out to us on Gmail at 15MinuteU. Thank you so much, folks. From our 15-minute hearts to yours, happy holidays. Enjoy the most wonderful time of year that's about to be upon us. Whatever you decide to do, don't pick them like my brother.
0: And don't pick them like my brother.
1: Can't believe that Benjamin Harrison went to Miami.
0: Yeah. I did not know that. That was a good fact. Shout out whoever Southeast told you that.
1: Yeah.